And now for the major announcements. Da, 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 da. Oh, Marcus, for years, listeners have been urging with us, pleading with us, begging us to run Wellness and Couch events in their own hometown and not just in Melbourne. Well, get ready, folks, because in 2018, there's not one, not two, but three major events coming your way. The Wellness Basecamp is our brand new one-day event featuring your favourite Wellness Couch podcasters in your very own home state. In 2018, we are coming to Brisbane, Adelaide and Kiama, just south of Sydney, for one inspirational day of health and wellness. Oh, incredible lineups to MP. We've got the Up for a Chatters, we've got Joe Witten, we've got Fuad, we've got Kale Brock, Audra Starkey, the incredible Marcus Pierce, Brett Hill, and so many more. Now, seats are strictly limited to these events. The Wellness Base Camp is not a big Wellness Summit 1,000 people job, so do not muck around. No, you've got to get in quick, MP. The early bird two-for-one tickets are now available. Best Christmas present ever. To book your tickets and for all the information, head to thewellnessbasecamp.com. It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners. Welcome to our eighth episode. I'm Dr. M and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage and use your stress so you can be the queen of your stress and it not being the queen over you. In today's episode, I'm very excited. We are back on track with our energy equation and today is all about our part two of our energy equation. And we're going to be diving a little deeper into the importance of movement and fitness today. But before we get stuck into today's episode, I just wanted to do a quick recap on episode, um, our first episode on the energy equation, which was actually in episode six. I, I digressed last, uh, last episode just to, to uh, talk about a slightly different topic. But in part one of the energy equation series, we talked about um, our food and our mindset around food because when it comes to our energy equation, some of you might not have caught that episode yet, so I highly recommend you obviously go back and, and check that out. But the energy equation itself is something that I developed about three, three and a half years ago. And the reason why I developed it was not because I wanted to come up with a new physics equation, because it's not quite a physics equation. But what I wanted to come up with and, and design was something really easy, an easy touch point that you could come back to on any given day to be able to check in on where you're at with um, how you're managing your energy and really when it comes down to it, your brain-body connection, which most of you have heard me talking about before, which is that uh, it's something I'm very passionate about, particularly with my hands-on work in chiropractic, is making sure people's nervous systems are actually connecting properly so that you can have the best energy possible and the best function possible throughout the day. So what is the energy equation? Well, the energy equation is simple. Your best energy equals Fabulous food times fitness times your inspiration. Now, that might sound really simple, but we're breaking that down over a few, over a few um, episodes so that we can dive a little bit deeper. Now, obviously, in 10 minutes, we can only dive so deep. Uh, but if you want more information about the energy equation, be sure to check out www.thequeenofstress.com. We've got some awesome online uh, resources there that you can download to be able to use just to dive even, even deeper. Gosh, I'm going to need to give you some snorkeling gear in a second. We're diving that deep. But today, as I said, is what we want to talk about is movement and fitness because this is an area that I think, again, gets really muddled. I see it time and time again with the clients that I look after or the guests that come along to our, our, our wellness events is that I really see 
movement and fitness falling into a couple of different camps. There's certainly people that just are like, no, I don't exercise because I don't like it and I don't have time. That's one camp. Then at the other end of the extreme is people that are probably, in, in all honesty, over-exercising, where they're going to the gym a couple of times a day, they're cranking out hours a day in cardiovascular activity, their, their whole life is, is centred around their, their exercise, in inverted commas, and they're not necessarily training for something in particular. So it's not like they're training for a, a, an Olympic marathon or a particular uh, competition. It's just that's how they actually structure their life. Now, Either end, as we talked about last week, the, the either end of um, extremes, if you like, is where I think danger happens, if you like, where, you know, if you're not moving at all, obviously you, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to know that's probably not great for you. And at the other end of the extreme is if you are exercising too much, it's where we can start getting into chronic cardio and cortisol fatigue and adrenal fatigue as well. So finding your happy spot somewhere in the middle is really important and making sure it is for the right reasons and that it's a health, healthy movement, something that you find fun uh, and that you're getting great benefit from. Because there's a big difference as well between fitness and health and other area that people get quite muddled with. It's so interesting now. I was having this conversation at our food and stress workshop that we held recently, uh, which you can check out the audio on our website. And what was fascinating was when you think about, so I've just turned 40. Some of you who are in my tick box will, will remember this. When we were teenagers, the images that were splashed around everywhere were of waif-like models. And, you know, that certainly created some body image issues for a whole generation of women and men. But the thing with that was that most of us knew, well, we were never going to be like that. So we, we didn't really aspire to be that particular person. Of course, some people did, but the majority probably didn't. It was really interesting when you look 20 years later, you think about what a lot of the imagery is that we're constantly bombarded with. It's by ultra fit, in inverted commas, athletes that have, particularly females that have six packs that are exceptionally lean, that have exceptionally low body uh, fat levels within their system and it can create such an interesting body image issue for so many so many women and I, I regularly have this conversation with ladies about what body fat percentage is actually healthy for a female to have so that we can still be functioning um as we shouldn't have full body function that's probably a, a, a topic for another time but when we're looking at fitness i think it's really important to look at three different areas Number one, are you actually able to move in the way that you want to? What do I mean by that? When you're going to the gym of your choice, which seems really like a great idea for you, so it might be a, a traditional gym, it might be a group fitness gym, it might be an outdoor gym, it might be a Pilates, a yoga class, whatever floats your boat, it's really, it comes down to making sure you're getting moving is, is step number one. So are you actually able to move properly or is there restrictions within your body that are actually holding you back? That's one area to make sure that you're auditing, if you like. Second thing is, is what's your cardiovascular fitness like? Is are you able to actually walk up a hill and have a conversation with the person next to you at the same time? If somebody, if there was literally somebody chasing you, do you feel like you could run 100 metres, um, knees allowing and other aspects allowing, or do you feel like you'd actually be restricted because you, you wouldn't be able to catch your breath? And the last component that I think is important to actually factor in is your strength. If somebody actually said to you, you know what, can you pick up that 10 kilo weight, would you be able to do that fairly easily or would you be straining under the pressure of it because your muscle density has declined over the years? There are three areas just to have a think about 
And they're going to come into our action steps for this week. Because as we've spoken about before, what I love about the seeing change in people is actually when they make action steps and they implement them. Because otherwise, if all you're doing is listening to Be the Queen of Stress podcast and not implementing, change isn't going to happen. Because remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. So these action steps are nice and easy. They're things you can do each week. And you start building foundations layer upon layer so that in in six weeks' time, in six months' time, in six years' time, if you continue to add little bit by little bit, it's amazing how far we can actually come. So when we're actually looking at those three areas, just have a think about where are you in all of those? When it comes to choosing the exercise that is best for you, the key area is making sure you're enjoying it. So what do I mean by that? Do I always enjoy going to the gym? I'm going to be honest. No, there's times when I will actually, no, I'll rephrase that. There's times where I might not feel like going to the gym, but once I get there, I generally enjoy it. And I feel like I've accomplished something afterwards. Even if it's one of those days, it's a bit of a tough day. My body might not be quite doing what it's meant to be doing. I might be fighting off a bit of a cold like I have been this week. Uh, you know, there's, there's factors involved. One thing I know, I've never been to the gym and actually walked out going, geez, I wish I didn't come you know, or that, oh, I really didn't feel like I accomplished anything. It's, it's, I can say it's never happened. And part of the reason why uh, I've gone from being one of those people that's used to say, I hate exercise to now actually really quite enjoying it and, uh, and missing it if I'm not going is because I've chosen a, a style of training that really, it, it suits me. It's something that I find fun uh, and it's within a really great social network and people will notice if I'm not there. That's something that's really important for me. I need that accountability of people noticing. I know some people are so uber disciplined and I so admire them where they will train every day. They'll go for a run. They'll go for a walk. They'll go to take themselves to the gym or they'll do their morning yoga routine diligently and disciplined all on their own and they don't need an accountability buddy for that. It's certainly not me. I definitely need an accountability buddy. So I totally admire those people. So making sure you're enjoying what you're doing is, is key because as humans, we generally only do things again that we enjoy. So testing out different styles of exercise can be so important when we're actually figuring out what, what we like doing best or testing out different environments in terms of um, the people that are, are within those environments because you want to hang out with like-minded souls, I'm sure. I know I do. So when you're actually, what one of your action steps for this week, if I pop my teeth back in, is actually to audit your exercise. What I'd love you to do is just run it through a very quick filter. Are you moving enough? Are you moving every day? Are you moving uh, enough to actually increase your cardiovascular uh, fitness levels and also your strength? Are you enjoying it? Do you need to move a little bit more? On the flip side of that, are you moving too much and you're actually exhausting yourself with the level of activity that you're doing and it's actually moving into the, well, you're probably more one of the, as people might coin it, gym junkies that probably need, might need to reel it back in a wee bit. You know, really sit down and think about, or you can actually do it while you're walking and moving this week, is really have a think about where do you fit in your movement audit. And your action step for this week is to adjust it depending on where you are with that audit. If you need to move more, 
schedule it into your diary. How are you going to be moving? Be specific. Are you going to be taking the dog for a walk? Are you going to be going for a swim now? It's starting to warm up in the Southern Hemisphere. Are you going to be going for a bike ride? Do you have a spin bike at home that you can jump onto? Are you actually going to go to a bricks and mortar gym of some description or Pilates class or yoga class or ballet class? Whatever the class is, where is it? How much is it? Are you booked in? Simple action steps for this week are the key to starting heading in the right direction. I hope you enjoy moving in this next week. In next week's episode, we're going to be talking about the third part of the energy equation, which is inspiration. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's one of my, one of my favourite topics. As you probably have already figured out, all topics are my favourite topics, but it is particularly close to my heart. So before we finish today, top five, High rotation this week in the car has absolutely been glorious by Macklemore. I've gone back to it. It was high rotation when it first came out. It's a song that definitely gets gets me going um, when I'm on my way to work, when I'm on my gym, wherever it is. If I need to uh, pump my mood back up, that, that song certainly helps to do it. Book of the Week is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Really interesting book about the the amazing creativity we all have within us uh, and it, how it can be expressed so differently between be, between so many different people. It's, it's a really interesting book uh, and I really enjoyed it. Elizabeth uh, Gilbert wrote Eat, Love, Pray. I think I got that in the right order. I always get it muddled around. But, uh, yeah, really, really interesting read and I, and I really enjoyed it. My de-stress for this week is I actually had to rest. And some of you might be able to hear I'm a little bit croaky still this week. I had a bit of a head cold earlier in the week and my de-stress was actually to allow myself to rest. Uh, and being okay with a few things that needed to wait because my, my head was a bit foggy to do some of the finer things I needed to do. So just being okay with the fact that they needed to wait till my head cleared. And the quote of this week, keeping it in the theme of movement, is keep your squat low and your standards high. And that's an anonymous quote. I love that. It actually made me really smile when I saw it. So keep your squat low and your standards high. And final thought for this week is it's not about having time. It's about making time for what's important to you. So many people use the excuse of I'm too busy, I don't have time, etc., etc. We all have the exact same number of hours in a week. What we do with those hours is totally up to you as an individual. So if you want to make change with how you're moving, it's so important that you actually make the time, you carve it out of your week so that, uh, so that you can get it done. So BQS listeners, that's it for this week. What's your action step? Remember that movement order. Do you need to do, not movement order, movement audit. Do you need to do more or less? Make sure you put it into your diary. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.